Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with your podcast of uh, today's show. There's a little quiz in the background for uh, today's show because in the background of the entire broadcast, there's been building work going on. So just have a little <laughs> listen, see whether you can hear them. I don't know what they're doing in there. What are they doing? It's in the room next door and you just hear this drilling and hammering and sawing and stuff like that. There's, uh, I know there's uh, some studio work going on, but... Uh, it's gone. I mean, it's it's gone late into the day. So there's an element yeah. of Tottenham Hotspur Stadium about this. There, I'd say. there is. There is. <laughs> I think Planet Rock are going to have to play on an NFL surface at this rate. <laughs> but it's interesting. And you know, just looking through the little gap now, I can I can see into their workspace. Wouldn't you love one of those? What are those things called? Like a, a table that you do woodwork on that you can get from Black and Decker. Oh, I've got one of them. Have you? Yeah, the old. Uh, what, what, is what it a workmate? It's a workmate. Yeah. Black and Decker workmate. What is that essentially? Just a table for woodwork. It's yeah that, but you can like yeah. You know, stuff onto it and uh, it's got like little jaws that open and shut and all that kind of so stuff. So you are telling me you've got one of those things. Yeah. However, when your other half, Natalie, asks you to put um, some form of a, a curtain pole up for your son Rocco's room, yeah. you just sawed it on the floor and just made a pencil mark on it, slapdash, <laughs> and just stuck it up. You didn't go anywhere near the work, mate. I didn't saw it on the floor and put a slapdash pencil mark on. Somebody did. She may answer the name of my wife. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I would have got me work make out. Throw her under the bus. Yeah. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. I'm Andy Bush, that's Richie Firth. This is our Hometime Show, Absolute Radio, on a Tuesday, nearly ten past four. Uh, Richie would be remiss of me not to start the show by saying haircut at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the law. I do look sharp. Even I, you look would, sharp. I would say. You yeah. know, Carl with the tracky bottoms, just focusing the cameras in the background, he just said, look, he's focused in on how good Richie's hair looks. Yeah. Have a look at the camera now, mate. Look at that, 360. Oh, wow. That's just like the start of Dallas. Yeah. Three strips. Beautiful, look at me. Uh, now, there's something else going on in the studio right now, and we're both wearing our coats for good reason. I am wearing full big coat today, which means I have activated the big coat protocol which means we've reached a certain stage with the weather where I've upgraded from my nom- normal little kind of bomber jacket thing that I wear yeah. to a massive kind of parkery black coat thing. Makes me look like the third Gallagher. <laughs> Bar- Barry Gallagher, the not quite as cool as the other two Gallagher. It does look like that. It looks a very, very heavy coat. It's and quite heavy. I can't help but think that you've gone a little bit too early. You think? I, I stand here, my friends, still wearing my autumnal slash rainy day summer <laughs> bomber jacket, all right? When Richie and I first started this show, uh, we went to the Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party. We discovered that we both had pretty much the same coat. Yeah. And a lot of you were quite annoyingly tweeting in pictures of Max and Paddy's big day, you know, <laughs> the two bomber jackets they wear as bouncers. But you've stayed with yours and I've upgraded. Have you been outside? I have, I yes. how cold that is. I've been outside today. I don't think... What's your ruling? Go on, then. The ruling for me is the big coat is fair game to wear... Right. ...when you walk out to your driveway in the morning and your car needs some kind of demisting or de-icing. If it needs that, right. then it's time for the big coat. If you can just walk out to your car and drive off, then you don't yet need the big coat. Rule of thumb from Richie Thir- Firth there. That's quite hard to say. Try saying that at home. <laughs> uh, but, like, where'd you go from here? I think I've ever seen you in a bigger coat. You... I've got a bigger coat. I haven't worn it yet this year. Okay. My worry is that the big coat I had last year may not fit this year. It will. <laughs> think positive. What kind of coat is it, just out of interest, me stood here with my main coat on? Uh, it is... Uh, it's it's Marks and Spencer, so I don't know that much, yeah. Push it's, the boat out yeah, there. Yeah, a, a quilted, quilted innards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, very middle of the age. I thought you might have gone for an Arsene Wenger sideline complainer. Oh, I've <laughs> always wanted one of them. One of those. Always wanted one. Like a sleeping bag. But it does raise the issue if you have a hard and fast ruling on when it's time to bring out the big coat. I think the weather's there. Richie doesn't think so. 
We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What's your rules on when it's time to bring out that big coat? Andy's gone with it. I think it's too early. Mitch in Bristol on the text, 8-12-15. I work in an airport. As soon as the planes need some sort of de-icing, then it's big coat weather. Yeah, it's a good ruling. Imagine the, the big coat protocol is kind of like a seven or eight-digit code you've got to put in. Maybe two people turn a key <laughs> at the same time. Uh, ben says, Bush and Richie, when you start to see your own breath in the morning when you go outside, then it's time to get the big coat out. And that is echoed by Kate in the West Midlands. Uh, Sparky Paul says, I'm still in a polo shirt and shorts for work. I'm just exerting our king of sight status, Sparky, he says. <laughs> He's just swanning around like he's it. You see, I think Paul is right. I haven't gone big coat yet. And there is one warning about going too early. If you go too early on it, suddenly you will find yourself in a supermarket somewhere fainting. And I'm a man with glasses as well. I don't want to steam up. You could steam up. Steam up going into, like, Debenhams or something like that. Forecast tomorrow, 13 degrees during the day, 9 degrees overnight. You don't need a big coat in that. So have you got a kind of month in mind? When when do you think this might happen for you in terms of upgrading the big coat? What kind of month are you thinking? Back end of November. Back end of November. That's madness. Mobile. Change your tariff to fit your changing needs with Anytime Upgrade Flex. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. You are eyeing the door to leave at work, but what is hung up by the door? Is it a big coat or is it just a light little bomber jacket? Uh. Have you activated the big coat protocol? What is your ruling? Let us know. 8 12 15. Uh, Ian says, I dug it out last night, but I lost my nerve and went for a chunky jumper stroke windproof jacket combo. <laughs> Stay true to your beliefs, Ian. Big uh, Red Roger. He's called Red Roger. I added big in there. I don't know why I did that. It makes him seem a little bit more of a larger-than-life character. Uh, he's come up with an interesting rule. He says, if it's under 10 degrees on the way to work, it's big coat weather. OK, well, Neil's uh, gone with an actual calendar here. You nice. never need your big coat before bonfire night. However, even if it's roasting, the big coat must be warm on bonfire night. Oh, he's absolutely right. Can you imagine turning up at bonfire night with a little tiny, you know, little with bomber, bomber jacket? jacket? Like no way, wouldn't be right. You'd be laughed out of Shoebury-ness <laughs> where we're going to be going to our one. Uh, Steve says, what's your view, fellas, on wearing a coat in the car, driving to work, then taking it off and working in a warehouse but just wearing a T-shirt? 2018, most cars got a heating system. No need to wear a coat in a car. If if you see someone with a, a coat in a car, it's like they're either fleeing something or they're in Fargo. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem right. And here's an interesting one. Eddie in Cannock says, it's only fleece weather at the moment, right? now just fleece weather uh, rich has gone full everything the parker is out the beanie is on the winter duvets dug out of the airing cupboard fluffy socks with sticky bits they're tucked into my christmas pajamas absolute radio the hometown podcast with bush and richie it's what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show unfortunately it still contains the two of them talking but first, another another incredible incident to report from the British Transport Social, Social Police, Police. Uh, a force that uh, we have set up because the the British Transport Police themselves have got far too much going on. They've got a lot on their hands. Take care of some of the uh, the social misdemeanours that go on on our public transport. Uh, it's basically Richie and I in uniform with walkie-talkies patrolling different public transport, just getting up, getting rid of annoying people or just having a word with them. Yesterday's journey home from this show, I was uh, sat on the train and I'm in a, a four-berth seat, OK? A couple sit down opposite me 
And this is what I saw. The gentleman got out of his pocket his smartphone with a little prop on the back to stand it up. And okay. do you know what he did? He used his partner, I don't know whether it was a, a wife, fiancé or just girlfriend, don't know what the situation is, mm. but he used her cross knees as a stand for his phone on SkyGo to watch the Spurs versus City match from last night. Wow, that is unbelievable. He's essentially just using her as a table. Now, the lady was wearing tights. Okay. So whether he He's um, sort of realised that uh, obviously tights give you a bit of purchase for the the phone not to slip down. I don't know. Tights do give you a bit of purchase. (laughs) But the way they were behaving, it was as if this is a completely normal setup. So she was fine with it. What was her reaction to this? She was scrolling through her phone. He's got wireless headphones on, so he's not engaging with her in any way, shape, or form. Oh, so they're not both watching the game? No, they're not both. He's using he's using her knees to prop up his Sky Go to watch the game himself. Wow. She's not talking to him or watching the game or anything. I could not believe my eyes. Do you know what? When I've been on holiday before, you know when you do that thing you walk down the front first night to check out all the different restaurants? If yeah. You get, if you get like in Greece or Spain or whatever. And I always slightly admire people who, mainly blokes, right, who manage to position their other halves, partners, wives or whatever, so that they've got their back to the big screen so they can clearly watch the football <laughs> while serving their team. <laughs> Obviously, oh, fair play. He's putting some groundwork there. But this is whole new another level, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. This is unbelievable. I wonder whether we have to open up a taking liberties section of the British Transport. I think we do. Social police. Unbelievable. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. The thing that we asked you to do on Friday and we couldn't believe the brilliant response we got was tell us all about your not-going-out outfits. That outfit... Uh, probably tracky bottoms, maybe an oversized T-shirt with Donald Duck on the front. That outfit that you put on that says to everyone else, I ain't leaving the house again. Actually, but with one caveat, that you're allowed to go around the corner to say the spa. That was the only cop-out that we were happy with. Yeah, you're allowed to go and buy, like, I don't know, chocolate biscuits and some loo roll. Or milk for cereal in the morning. That's it. Or maybe having cereal for the evening for a a dessert, which is also fine. Uh, Richie and I, a little bit like on this morning when they get people to do a, a little catwalk for them, we've put the photos up on the main wall in our main little Absolute Radio studio bit and talked our way through them. And we've got a little video. Which you can go and have a look at uh, online. It's going to be up after five o'clock. Uh, have a look on our uh, on our Facebook page or check it out on uh, Twitter. There are some hideous not-going-out outfits that will make it very much worth your while. Uh, there's all-round Christmas wear attire in there, which I do have a massive problem with. Yeah. There's a lad who zipped his enti- entire hoodie up so you, can, you can't see his face. The return of the onesie. The onesie is back as well. And there's a guy dressed as Batman. <laughs> have a little look. It's on Facebook, but thank you for sending those pictures in. They look great. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, so I just mentioned it at the top of the hour. I had a total transportation nightmare last night. You know, like most of the time you can kind of get home one way or the other, but occasionally, and you brace yourselves for them if you're a commuter, you just have those nights where everything goes wrong. Uh, and all the trains from... Uh, Fenchurch Street in central London to my neck of the woods in Essex completely cancelled. There's big queues all the way back to the walkie-talkie building, if you know that bit, near Bank. Uh, like, it was kind of a queue on a level where you'd see it on local news. <laughs> that bad. Absolute nightmare. Anyway, one of those things got in dead late last night, got back up again. We had an early meeting this morning, didn't we? Yeah, what a joy. So uh, my eyes were stuck together, sat down with a cup of coffee on the bench on the platform to go back in again this morning. 
uh, and something very unexpected happened. Uh, an announcement came across the tannoy from the train company, C2C, saying that they were sorry about last night. That's good. That's good form. I love I it, like though. That. It, it was like they'd kind of accidentally spilt a drink on me when I got to a party. <laughs> Look, mate, I'm really sorry about last night. Very rarely do you hear that as well. You don't normally... Normally, yeah. they kind of... They have one poor so-and-so who's 18... Gary with like a, a little inflection after his name who's handling the social media getting called for everything <laughs> by people and that's kind of it on the night but very rarely do you hear anything the next day saying oh look sorry about last night and I thought do you know what? that's quite a good thing I feel like we've moved on collectively now I feel yeah. like people hearing that would be like oh fair enough they're apologising about last night did a bit of an explanation and I thought maybe this could be quite a good cleansing thing so I just want to open the floor to anyone if you'd like to step forward and apologise about last night. I will take that opportunity if that's all right. Yes, I will apologise right now. It's got to be for last night, I guess, isn't it? Well, so, let's say between 5pm and midnight. That's that's fair. That's fair, isn't it? I would like to apologise to my wife for overreacting when I got home last night. She'd forgotten to order the naan bread as part oh. of our order for the Indian last night. Oh, my God, you were telling me about how excited you were about that meal. I was really, really excited. It was one of those ones <laughs> where you taste it in your mind yes. a couple of hours ahead of the event. But critical to it was the the naan bread to mop up the curry sauce with and the pilau rice she'd forgotten I overacted a little bit it was remiss of me I'd like to say sorry for last night there you go and I bet you feel better and your relationship will be stronger because of this we'll find out in about two hours time. <laughs> we'll find out in two hours time if you want to say sorry about last night get in touch get it off your chest Absolute Radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Goal of the month who's scoring in your mind Richie? Darren Huckabee Yay. Tony Yaboa. It's home time with Andy Bush and Richie Fur. Top grade music, slightly above average patter. So after my train company unexpectedly said sorry about last night after there was transport chaos getting home back to Essex last night, I was very, very uh, shocked by it when I heard it when I was stood on the platform. Uh, if you'd like to apologise and follow suit for anything that you've done in the past 24 hours, specifically last night between 5pm and midnight, get in touch, get it off your chest. 8 12, 15, uh, shout out to Matt from uh, Foz. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to say uh, sorry to my mate Bambi oh, for last night. I made him operate the whistle on my miniature steam engine, <laughs> knowing full well it's red hot. Uh, we have the coolest listeners. Don't we? So, uh, <laughs> I bet deep down you want to have a little go on that steam engine. Of course, there, I do. Of course, of course he does. I do. uh, this text says, I would like to apologise for not being able to text in last night as I was very busy at work. That's from Phil, who normally works the night shift in Wensbury, but is covering the 2 till 10 shift this week. It's all right, Phil. It's fine. Don't you worry about it, Phil. 8, 12, 15, get it off your chest. Feel better. With Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, change your tariff to fit your changing needs with anytime upgrade flex. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. So the rail company apologised for last night after the transport chaos, and I thought this is a good thing. Why don't you follow suit? If there's something that you would like to apologise for that you did maybe between the hours we're saying 5pm and midnight last yeah. night, get in touch with the show. 8.12.15 to text us. Charlie's apologising to, well, says I'm sorry to myself. I stayed up far too late finishing Making a Murderer Part 2. I'm suffering from my lack of sleep right now. Do you know what? I am two episodes into Part 2. It's really, really good. And I'm, having, I'm hearing a lot of people talking about it on day-to-day -day stuff, so I'm having to put my fingers 
in my ears and <laughs> try and avoid spoilers, but it's brilliant so far. I can understand his lack of self-control. Uh, Dave Reed tweets, you should be getting a text soon from the Wembley groundsman for getting to rub out the NFL pitch markings before last night's Spurs and City game. I don't uh, think it's the groundsman, is it? It's nothing to do with him. No. I think it might be Spurs yeah, in their I'd stadium. Say, yeah, come on. Uh, Mike says, I would like to apologise to my wife and kids for last night. I got drunk on Southern Comfort and fell over, breaking our tent in the pitch black of Wales <laughs> in freezing conditions. Bad daddy. Uh, and this is a weird one. I'd like to apologise to my husband for blaming him for our son's unsettled night. Absolutely not his fault. He's teething. He's got a cold. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, but we announced that Ed Sheeran's going to be playing an intimate gig for Absolute Radio at the Islington Assembly Hall on the 16th of November. Uh, this is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Huge star, tiny little venue. Uh, we've got a pair of tickets up for grabs. Let's just very quickly, should we go through the different Eds? I think so, we should do, yes. Uh, basically, all you have to do is correctly identify the correct Ed from our lineup. One is a real Ed, the other two are imposter Eds. But which one is which? Hi, I'm Ed number one. I work at a boarding school and I drive a Chevrolet Spark. That's kind of posh Ed. Hi, I'm Ed number two, and I'm the real Ed. I'm a chef, and I cycle to work on a bright blue Brompton. Kind of East End Ed. I am the real Ed. I'm Ed number three, a software developer, and I drive a smart car that I can park literally anywhere. Ed's gone. So, uh, let's go to the phones. On the line, we have to play Leslie. Hello, Leslie. Hello. You a big Ed Sheeran fan, Leslie? Yes, yes I am. Oh my God, my heart is racing. Now, Ed Sheeran <laughs> sounds like an Ed, doesn't he? He's got an Ed type thing about him. Do you reckon you can pick, pick an Ed out in a lineup? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Okay, well, um, first of all, then tell us out of all these Eds, which one do you think is the actual Ed? I'm going to go for number one. What makes you think Ed number one's the actual Ed? Well, the other two, the accents just didn't cut it for me. Okay, so you think Posh Ed might be at what percent sure are you? Oh, I don't know, 95. Let's have a listen. <laughs> I'm Ed number one, I drive the Chevrolet Spark, and I am the real Ed. Whoa! Yeah! <laughs> Do you know what? Ed is quite a posh name. I think I thought yeah. Leslie's right. Yeah. It works. You right there? You right there, Leslie? <laughs> Yeah, I am. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I cannot cannot believe it. Oh, my God. You've absolutely made my year. Thank you. Thank you. Leslie, who's going to be going with you? Oh, I don't know yet. I don't know. Well, look, you don't have to decide right now. My young son's smiling at me. Yeah, Okay. You're going to have a clamour of people. Look, (laughs) congratulations. Pair of tickets to see Oh, my God. Here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) To see Ed Sheeran perform live uh, for Absolute Radio at the Islington Assembly Hall, Friday the 16th of November. Uh, Your next chance to win, listen to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show tomorrow, live from 6am. You can listen across any of our decade stations. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Look, good to have your company. Uh, just a couple of things that are coming quickly. People apologising for what they did last night. We're talking about the train company saying sorry for last night after the transport chaos. Andy C says, I'd like to apologise uh, to you guys. Oh, no, that's, that was one from earlier on. Sorry, terrible bit of text in there for me. <laughs> what yeah, I've granddad. done, I've gone and made the classic mistake of Control-C in copying. Yeah. But it doesn't copy. So what I've done, I've Control-V'd, pasted... <laughs> 
double paste. Stu Kempton says, sorry to the guy I abandoned on Rocket League because we were getting beat. Ah, oh. so there you go. Just keep your apologies coming in. I might be able to copy and paste it properly soon. Uh, <laughs> we have always said this show is uh, for the people, by the people, for the people, by the people. Yeah, we are very much aware that tonight is the peak night for going out and buying your treats for trick or treating tomorrow night. But mm. what are the treats to get? A kind of Halloween consumer roundup for you on the way next. Home time with Bush and Richie with Tesco Mobile putting you in control. You're in luck, folks. Uh, Richie and I have got producer Adam to go around the corner and buy uh, a heroic amount of sweets. Let's start off with the Marks and Spencer's Witch's Fingers. Why would you want to eat a Witch's Fingers? uh, Very traditional uh, trick-or-treat pack, this. Oh, they're hard to get into. (laughs) They are. should have opened them already. Now, your Witch's Finger, this is uh, pretty much... It's a ginger biscuit, but with... uh, a painted witch's uh, fingernail. On. First glance, that doesn't look like a finger. <laughs> I'd avoid that, especially with the strange purple bit at the end. Let's give that a miss. What's that taste like? Is that cinnamon? You got cinnamon like undertones and flavours going a, on it's there. A fond, it's a fondant icing. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's a very underwhelming biscuit. It's not Marks and Spencer's fault. How many did you get in a pack? I'm hoping five of his witch's fingers. Or did you get like, a thumb? Five fingers. Because it's a witch, she's got five fingers rather than four, isn't she? That that's not true, is it? <laughs> Is that a truism of a witch? Yeah. You, I'm not having that. <laughs> it's making stuff up about witchcraft, and I've warned you about that. All right, what about this then? Traditional M&Ms. So we're talking about stuff that you can divvy out to kids dressed as ghouls and get the most bang for your buck. I see what you're saying, but if I, uh, if I was to respond to the M&M Corporation, that is just a traditional M&Ms. These Marks and Spencers, these are Halloween goodies. It's in an orange packet. That's yeah, just look, a pack of M&Ms. Maybe it loads of them in here. I'll tell you another thing about M&Ms. <laughs> With your fingers going the wrong way. No more. This is great radio. He's actually choking. It's the witch's finger. Imagine choking on a witch's finger. Explain what way that to one. Go live on air. No other sweet in the world has got its own place dedicated to it. More so than the M&M world. The M&M fairness, world yes. in London. Do they deserve their own world? They're great sweets and everything, but do they deserve their own world? There's no Smarty world. Uh, is there a Rolo of world? Which, I have a box of Smarties right here. Smarties now uh, are doing Smarties minis, which you can get uh, in a little presentation box. Retails quite cheaply. Very good to hand out. You can just chuck them all down or there. Or go through at once as well. He's like ending it all, but with confectionery. Uh, what about this Haribo Scare Mix? Little tiny. You can hand these out to a bunch of kids who are doing trick-or-treating. Still struggling with those Smarties over there, Richie? Gone too many. It's gone too many. Uh, these are all different scary things. I'm not really a big fan of these, but if you broke them up and handed them out, I think that would be pretty good value for money. Last one. I'd say this is the winner. Oh, come on. I have not seen these since I was a school kid myself. Yeah. Um, Marks and Spencer's, once again, they win the trick-or-treating, in my opinion, with these raspberry and lime or... Orange and lime flavoured jellies. I'm going to describe it to you. It's a skull. Oh, yeah. The skull is red with green bones below. Basically, it's coming in a very thin blister pack. You rip off the back. It's the kind of sweet that you would accidentally drop on the seat of the school bus home. <laughs> yeah, and, and cry. Just cry. Because you wouldn't want to waste it. Dust a bit off. Because it's a very, very thin wafer of jelly that you kind of press out of the pack... Oh, what a weird feeling jelly is. Look at it. Downside to it, does give you rather mi- mucky fingers. Yeah. Is that all going in? Here it goes. Going in as well. Beautiful. Well, that hope- is 
Beautiful. A lot of e-numbers consumed on this particular feature of the show. Uh, let us know if you've got some stuff in that you're going to be using tomorrow night for trick-or-treat. Maybe you want these people doing your own stuff. Like, maybe you've made... Homemade trick-or-treating? Well, like, they do aqua, apple bobbin and all this, like, toffee Ooh. apples, those kind of things. If you've gone the extra mile, let us know, 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Just thank you for your text about uh, what you're going to be giving the trick-or-treaters tomorrow night to pay them off with stuff. Not having this, Adam and Wiltshire says, Brussels sprouts dipped in chocolate. No and... way. That's naughty, that no, is. that's not good. The kids will think they're sweets. Uh, although Susie says, I've got glow sticks to give out tomorrow night as an alternative to sweets. Uh, Peter says, nice. radio's just gone off. Please, can you tweet when you finish with the eating? We did give you a disclaimer, in fairness. Did say there was going to be adults eating on the air. It's like on a weekend show. If you talk about Formula One, you have to tell everyone at <laughs> a time. Uh, one last bit of eating to do. I've just found this amongst all the stuff that we've been reviewing for trick-or-treat food for tomorrow night. Uh, fizzing candy. Do you remember fizzing oh, candy? Wow, what the old popping stuff in your mouth? I've literally not done this for 30 odd years. Do you think it still works? I bet when you did it 30 years ago, you didn't have a microphone to test it with. <laughs> Let's have a go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> me. oh dear, oh dear. Let's have one more go. How good Amazing. is that? Amazing. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I just tweeted a photo of those witches' fingers that you were eating earlier yeah. on with our little trick-or-treat food uh, review. Ginge says, do witches paint their nails? Can't see them being into <laughs> manicured fingers when they're happy to sport a giant hairy mole on their noses. Fair enough. Now, do you know... <laughs> It's, it's interesting, we're talking about Halloween. No matter where you work, sometimes you'll work really, really hard and then you'll feel let down by the rest of the people you work with. And that's where I am right now, OK? We've just done a consumer report on Halloween trick-or-treat goods for tomorrow. Very valuable consumer information. And then I get a heads-up that our online team have changed the lineup on the Absolute Radio <laughs> website tomorrow to theme it for, uh, for Halloween. Oh, right, again, giving it a kind of a spooky vibe. Oh, yeah, they're crazy crazy. Creative guys, the old online guys. Ooh, let me walk around in sandals and fire up my MacBook. Mm, yes. Crypt Martin, he's on overnight. Crypt Martin, like that. Obviously, you can listen live at six o'clock tomorrow morning for the Grave Berry Breakfast Show. Ooh. Well done, guys. Leona Gorham is on at ten with the no repeat guarantee. Yeah, a bit 50 50, that Continued one. with Ben Burial. <laughs> ben Burial. That's his nickname at his previous radio station. And then here's my problem, right? You've you got home time with Severed Handy Bush and Ghost Boy. Ghost Boy! I, I mean, they've given up with my name, haven't they? I love Ghost Boy. Ghost, Ghost Boy's fantastic. No, it's not. You keep going, they've got Danny Hell Perry and Scarer Champion. Yeah. Ghost Boy doesn't even reflect my name at all. Ghost Boy, for me, says spandex outfit, and I don't know why. Exactly. It's like some crazy cartoon figure off Nickelodeon. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Become Ghost Boy no, for tomorrow. No, I am fighting it. I've changed my Twitter name to Ouija Firth. Do you reckon, you reckon that's better than Ghost Boy? <laughs> I do, yeah. Just bearing in mind we're still settling this down here. Just a little... Can we put it to the vote if they say, the audience say, Ghost Boy, will you stick with Ghost Boy? Will They'll you never it? vote my way. 8, 12, 15, should Richie, tomorrow for Halloween, on our actual schedule online, you can see it for yourself, absoluteradio.co.uk, should he be Ouija Firth or Ghost Boy? 8, 12, 15. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, Richie's been kicking off because our social media team here at Absolute Radio have spooked up all our names for tomorrow for it being Halloween, and you're not happy with being called... Ghost Boy. Everyone else has got really cool names. Graveberry Breakfast Show, Leona Gorham, Ben Burial, Severed Handy Bush, and Ghost Boy. It's, it's brilliant. It's, it's insulting. Got, it's got an outfit in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, there's other people come... This, the, we, I feel like we've walked past some other good ones here. Kev says Screechy Firth. What about Screechy Firth? That's insulting Firth? as well. Uh, surely it should be Witchy Curse. And then what about Witchy Firth? I don't mind Dave. either of those. They're not bad either. What the, what, see, those are more obvious than Ghost Boy. Uh, well, I think you're going to have to stick with it, mate, to be honest with you. <laughs> Don't miss tomorrow's show. It'll be me and Ghost Boy. Absolute Radio, £30,000, I'd put it towards uh, a lawsuit oh. uh, to our online team. That's how I'd use it. Yes, yeah, Sue yeah. Brendan. £30,000. What would you do with it? Seriously, though, great time of year to be winning cash. I'd take cash any time of year. But right now, with everything that's on the horizon, £30,000... Oh, we don't care how you spend it. We just want to give it away. You've got loads of it. Uh, you don't have to listen out for any tracks or answer any questions, so it's dead easy, this. And uh, like Richie said, time is of the essence. So get a move on, get your phone out now, and text the word WIN to 8-12-15. That's W-I-N to 8-12-15. The Absolute Radio. £30,000 giveaway. Text cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Lines close at 9am on Friday, November the 2nd. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. You must be over 18 to play. Rules, terms and entry are at absoluteradio.co.uk. Mobile. Choose a contract length that suits your needs and upgrade anytime with Anytime Upgrade Flex. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. About to do Hitler's Toilet. Would you bill this at any particular title? Anywhere you want to put, like, advertise this before it starts, Richie? Bog roll. Here we go. It's very rare that this feature actually does relate to the toilet, but uh, some breaking news that has come out today from... Uh, breaking news. ..from an international doctor's organisation that toilet roll is bad for us. Bad for... We've been doing it for years, toilet roll. Toilet roll's been around for years. How can it be bad? The claim is that it actually shall we say, spreads matter around rather than actually moving it. A lot of people just pushing their plates of food away from them right now. Didn't think about that side of things, yeah. Uh, Excessive use could even lead to health issues. Okay. Um, I am aware enough to know that I can't talk about some of the health issues that it would lead to. But what I'm considering doing, if I get the green light from our producer, is I might add a little supplement to today's podcast. If you want to download it, then it's up to you if you want to hear... What the health issues of toilet roll? Well, you've been giggling away at the computer over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what? Eye-watering phrases, I imagine. (laughs) One of them I actually did mention to you about three minutes ago. Is that what that's about? We can't talk about that on air. Is that going to be in the podcast? Yeah, I think so. Do you reckon? All right, the abbreviated to the letters of the words is AF. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) You want to listen to the podcast after this? Knock yourself out. But as you listen to him say it, I think you're as bad as him for downloading it. (laughs) But what is the solution, right? If doctors are saying scrap loo roll, what's the way forward? 
for me, it's actually my favourite thing about going on holiday. I absolutely love a good B-Day. Do you? I love a B-Day. I have never used a B-Day in my life at all. You've what a weird lived. contraption. I only ever used it lived. on holiday to clean the sand off my feet. That's literally it. South Korea, Japan, Egypt, Greece, Italy. B-Days rule the world in those countries. Yeah. Uh, instead of a loo, that's instead of a loo, is it? No, 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 no. I can't believe how, how badly this show is ending. <laughs> you... No, don't... Look, save it for the podcast. I think I know what you mean. The B-Day... The B-Day is for cleaning. OK. The the toilet... Is for... Is for the toilet. For the toilet. All right, yeah. you mean proper sit-down toilet. So you take, that's fine. Care, take you care... You don't need a diagram. And then clean. OK. I'm just confused by them. I just think it's a strange thing. Really confused by them, I am. I am. I'm really confused by them. So there you go. Whilst you uh, go shopping tonight, (laughs) stare at the loo roll thing. No, that's bad for me. I'm going to go and order a new bathroom suite. There you go. You heard it here first. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And now, my friends, the podcast extra that you've just heard talked about all right in around about five seconds time i am going to say two words that you have the chance of skipping this podcast forward to or even ending the podcast here because it's pretty much the end of it okay can i just say this is a dvd extra that i didn't sign up for all right (laughs) i did not sign up for this so you can choose not to listen to this if you are listening to this in the car with children as a podcast in five seconds time it's going to happen right there's gonna be five seconds of silence then i will say the two words all right, so just bear that in mind. Do you want me to give you a countdown? Please do. Five. Remember, you have to explain it to your kids if they're still listening. Four, three, two, one. Anal fishers. And <laughs> <laughs> back to the podcast. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So that's it. That is it. Hopefully you heard the, the drilling and the soaring in the background. Just adds a little layer of quiz to it, doesn't it, Richie? Yeah, get in touch with us. Hometime at Absolute Radio. Let us know what was the first point in the uh, first point in the podcast <laughs> that you heard someone uh, with an industrial grinder. Always like to end a podcast with the word grinder. Have a great night. 